Hi, travelers. Kevin here. And believe it or not, we are cruising towards the end of the Juno and Second Citadel series, which is wild. That's a lot to wrap my head around. Hopefully it's not news to you that this is the final season of Juno and Second Citadel, but uh, if it is, welcome. We only have a few stories left. So uh, what we wanted to do is we wanted to sort of give you a broad outline of what the release schedule for those stories will be. If you are subscribed to our online newsletter, which is on Patreon, this is all going to be repeat information. Um, if you're not subscribed to our online newsletter, why not? It's free. Just head on over to patreon.com slash the penumbra podcast. You can join. You can follow us for free. And every other week or so, you will get access to a traveler's log, a newsletter where we update you on news and Harley and I write a little thing about our creative process uh, each time. And we give you recommendations for things we've been watching, reading, playing. You get some recommendations from the cast and crew. It's, it's a great time. And especially where the these shows are coming to a close fairly soon. If you want updates on what we're planning next, what we're going to do next, because we are not disappearing off the face of the planet. At least it's not on my schedule. I, I'm not planning on disappearing off the face of the planet. The best way to do that is to follow us over there uh, because we will keep you updated every step of the way. So if you are morning like i am the endings of these shows and you are looking forward to the next thing make sure you go on over to patreon.com slash the penumbra podcast join us for free that's enough uh hemming and or hawing though let's jump into it let's talk about the release schedule for the rest of the season so these are broad dates over the course of april to may you can expect the next second citadel story the fall parts one and two from may to june you can expect another juno story uh, i'm not going to give you the title yet you're gonna have to be patient then from june to july will be the second citadel finale and the end of july slash early august will be the juno steel finale that is how close we are we are cruising towards end of july early august uh this eight year uh set of stories uh, is coming to an end which is wild it's hard for me to wrap my head around because we are so close to the end, I do have to ask if you have ever thought about supporting the Penumbra on Patreon, if you've ever thought about supporting us financially, if you have a friend or a family member or anybody else who has thought about supporting us financially, um, now's the time. It is it is not easy for me to ask for money. It's tough. But I do have to say our, our support has flagged a little bit over the course of the season on Patreon, and we are sort of right on the knife's edge of being able to continue to do this and being able to do the next things that we want to do, the next big secret projects that we want to do. We get exit surveys from Patreon that say why people have stopped pledging. And for the vast majority of everybody, it has been financial situations changing. It's a tough time to be a person right now. So really don't stretch yourself past a point that is safe for you to pledge or up your pledge. I, I would I would feel just awful if anybody did that. But if you have any spare income that you're willing to send our way, if our stories have meant something to you, if you want to show us that they've meant something to you, if you want to see the next thing that we make, now's the time. And you get access to, at this point, a frankly insane amount of bonus content. At the $7 level, you get access to all the production scripts, which are always full of bonus stuff, um, behind the scenes stuff. And at the $10 level, you get access to uh, like hundreds of hours of commentaries at this point that range from actually serious, this is how we make the show type stuff, and extremely silly, uh, breathing with the boys, Lord Arm fan cast uh, type stuff. So it would just mean the world to us if you could support us and help us out 
it is no exaggeration to say that the only thing that I want to do with my life is make stories, make stuff for you all to see. And that's only going to be possible if our support keeps up. And I, and I know it's going to, it's going to fall a little bit after the end of Juno and second Citadel. So anything that you can do to show that you are going to stick with us, that you're going to help us out will make our next project more likely stronger, better, uh, harder, better, faster, stronger, etc. And thank you so much. If you're already pledging, thank you so much just for listening. Uh, it's crazy that we've gotten to do this as long as we have. And I'm so, so grateful for it. That's enough of that, though. Uh, you all have a story to get to. So I will uh, see you later uh, and I'll see you in not too long for the finales to these stories. Uh, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is Juno Steel and the Recipe for Disaster. Steel. You found him. You have a visitor. About time. You gonna cuff me or do I get to go all natural? Just shut up and start walking. <laughs> it seems to me like prisons everywhere are full of long, empty hallways. The kind they make you march down in front of all the other prisoners. The kind that make the guards' boots echo just so. The kind that are supposed to make you think long and hard about what you've done. And as this guard shoves me down this long hallway, I'm thinking about what I've done, all right. My name's Juno Steele. I'm a private eye, and this isn't the first time I've been in a jail, but that's all right. I don't plan on sticking around this one very long. Which probably raises the question of how I got here in the first place. It all started about a week ago when I asked Rita to do some digging into our one lead for finding Noreyev, the Dokana group. The mysterious Pharmacorp that was apparently running those experiments on Slip Jackson. This one's going to be pretty tricky, Mr. Steele. Why is that? I did a search for corporations across the galaxy called the Dokana Group, but nothing ever turned up. No Pharmacorps, nothing. What Mr. Nureyev is dealing with here, I think they're about as big a secret as he is. We ain't going to find an address or anything like that just searching on the net. So, this is a dead end, then? Of course it ain't a dead end. What do you take me for? It's just going to take some thinking outside the box to get there. I think this one's gonna need something special. The Rita special? The Rita special. I'll get the snacks. And I'll prepare the cocoon. Rita and I had only invoked the Rita special twice before in all our years working together. The first time was back when we were still in the HCPD, fresh-faced and innocent, no idea what kind of powers we were toying with. A few days later, all the power went out across Hyperion City, but. Nobody can prove that was us. And the second time... Well, we don't talk about the second time. With some of the creds from the Hoffman case, I rented Rita a hotel room and filled it with snacks. Salmon-flavored Dusty Crunchies, Choco Shrimp Bars, Crispy Puffs, and Zooters, all the classics. When Rita showed up with no less than six blankets, I knew the situation was serious. I have prepared the cocoon. Be careful in there. I can't promise that, Mr. Steele. But I'll do my best. She closed the hotel room door behind her, and that was the last time I saw Rita for five days. 
I just leave the snacks at the door, and by the time I reach the end of the hallway, they'd be gone. That's how I knew when she was finished. When I came back to drop off more snacks and saw that the ones I'd left before were still there. Rita? Rita, are you... And next to Rita, there was a note. Caution, do not wake the Rita. She spent five days typing and researching and typing some more, and now she's got to take the biggest nap. And underneath that note, there was another note. Seriously, Mr. Steele, if you wake me up, there's going to be heck to pay. And underneath that note... Don't even think about it. I don't care how funny you think it is. And so on. You don't need to know what all 15 notes said. The important one was at the bottom of the stack, because it had everything Rita had found on the Dokana group. I'll give you the summary. Rita's first instinct had been right. She wasn't able to find an address or even a home planet for the Dokana group. She guessed that most of their internal files were locked up where she couldn't even get to them, on drives and computers not connected to the net. But there was one kind of information that had to be connected to the outside world, and that was their communication outside the company. And on that front, Rita had had a stroke of investigative genius. See, the Dokana group had been in communication with the inventor of a strange little gadget, a headset that could convert brain activity into a sound and light show. They wanted to buy this gadget, but it wasn't for sale. Even so, they pressed the issue over the course of months, offering more and more creds for the thing, until about a week before Nereyev stole it from that production of Freedom in Chains on Lono. Rita figured all that out in reverse, starting by hacking into the messages of the headset's creator until she found the messages from Dokana. From there, she hacked into Dokana's own messaging systems and went through every single unencrypted message she could find. And she noticed a strange pattern starting to emerge. The Dokana group had reached out to a bunch of basement inventor types looking to buy their one-of-a-kind creations, and for the most part, they got what they wanted. But there was one inventor's estate that was still holding out. From Rita's files, I could see that the thing that O'Connor Group wanted to buy, an experimental bioregenerator using stem cell tech, was always referred to as Grandpappy's Recipe. The family, the Rouse they were called, they weren't selling. Apparently, Grandpappy made it clear before he died that they weren't to sell his recipe. And besides, from the sound of it, the Rouse only had any business because they were the only family in the galaxy with access to this experimental regeneration tech. Selling Grandpappy's recipe would be selling away the family business, and even though Dokana offered enough money to make that tempting, the Rouse still said no. If the pattern was the same as with that brainwave reader, I thought they probably should have taken that money. If Nureyev had his sights on Grandpappy's recipe now, they were likely to end up with nothing. But I knew I could catch him in the act again, and this time I had the advantage that I knew where Nureyev would be before he got there. All I had to do was tell the owners of Grandpappy's recipe about the danger it was in, offer my services to protect it, and I'd be guaranteed a meeting with Nureyev. So I bundled Rita into the Ruby 7, blanket, cocoon, and all. And then we were off to Tier to see the Rouse. I didn't think it'd be too hard to sell. I was offering security for free. And who can say no to free? I'm so sorry, but I'm afraid we'll have to decline your offer. You... Wait, what? But on the comms, you said it... I was interested when we spoke on the comms. I think you've raised some... some very good points, and perhaps we could consider... But... Um, 
No. No, I'm afraid that what father says goes. What father says? Are, th- are those even words? I speak perfectly clearly, thank you very much. So says father. And what, you just parrot what he says? Of course not. Yes, says father. The Rows were someone's perfect picture of a mad scientist's dynasty. The descendants of whoever made Grandpappy's recipe just managing the estate until the money ran out. I'd worked for families like this before, and I thought I had this one pegged, but Horace Rao, the family's patriarch, had other ideas. He was an angry old man, curled into a rocking chair and attended by his daughter Melinda, who was thin and tall, but whose spine was starting to curve just like her father's. Appealing to her seemed like my best shot, but it looked like Horace was used to always getting his way. Listen, I don't know how to make this any clearer to you. I've got information from the most reliable source I know that someone out there is after your... whatever Grandpappy's recipe is. Father says the following. Grandpappy's recipe, you dolt, is the genius creation of my grandfather, a flesh regenerator using branch cell technology that- I don't care! I I can't even see why you would care. Someone is going to steal it from you if you don't do something about it now. Then we must do something. Grandpappy's recipe is the only edge we have in the pharmaceuticals market. Without it, we're completely sunk, kaput, gone. And our profits are already so difficult to manage. We'll be quite all right on our own, father says. Oh, give me a break. Father says, We already have a security system in place. A very expensive one that we spent many years paying off. Sir, I hate to break it to you, but unless you are willing to fork over galactic Civil War weapons development-sized money, an all-digital security system's not going to save you from the kind of guy who's after you. To a dedicated enough thief... All a lot can do is buy you time. If you want to catch the guy who's doing it, you'll need someone on the ground to catch him. That's me. I'm your guy. We already have a guy, Father says. What kind of guy? This kind of guy. Wow. Now that's a guy. This fool bothering you, Melinda? Not really. But I think your grandfather would like it if you showed him out regardless. Oh, and do call me Mom when we're at work, Skipper. It's much more professional for a family business. Gramps wants him gone, then. Oh, do call him Horace while we're at work, Skipper. It's much more professional for the head of the company. I hate to break up the family fun time, but I'm telling you, Horace Rao, you're making a mistake. You're going to be sorry that you didn't hire me when you had the chance. Real sorry. Father says that he finds you very suspicious, Mr. Steele. Who's to say that you aren't intending to use your security clearance as our guard to steal Grandpappy's recipe for yourself? Oh, come on, that's... Actually, that is a pretty good idea. (laughs) Sure thing, Gramps. One fly out of your ointment coming right up. So Skipper showed me the door without ever once showing my feet the ground. (laughs) And you stay away from my family, you big creep. Where are we? 
some stupid planet called Tyr filled with stupid moron people that can't even protect their own stupid moron selves. And because of them, I'm never going to get back on the tail of my stupid moron boyfriend. It's okay, Mr. Steele. We'll find another lead for Mr. Nureyev. No. No, we're using the lead we've got. And I know how we're going to salvage it. You do? Yeah. The Rouse gave me the idea right before they threw me out. Hope you're feeling all rested up, Rita. Because we've got a heist to plan. The idea that Horace Rao gave me was this. I didn't need to protect Grandpappy's recipe in order to see Nureyev again. All I needed to do was keep an eye on Grandpappy's recipe, and it would be much easier for me to do that if the thing was in my hands. So, I just have to steal it myself. Temporarily, of course. And that's what brought us back to the Rao's home-slash-chem lab later that night. I went in solo, but not before I asked the ruby to print something for me that I thought might end up useful. And as for Rita, her skill set made her plenty useful over the comms. And that should unlock the door. Main exit unlocked. Rita, can you get the computer voice to keep it down? Main exit unlocked. Much better, thank you. You got it, Mr. Steele. It's not unheard of for a family business to live where they work, just ask the Kanagawas, but the Rao family brought that to a new level. The Rao's didn't have much space to work with, so every space had to do double duty. We're talking a sofa in the middle of the kitchen, the toilet squatting solemnly surrounded by a gallery of paintings, all of which meant it took a while to figure out where the valuables, including Grandpappy's recipe, were kept. The greenhouse. Mr. Steele, because it's going to take me a while to bust these locks. Security's that tight, huh? Not tight, just messy. None of the systems there are labeled right, and about 40,000 of them are just sprinklers. Thirsty plants. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Mr. Steele. I thought that was the alarm system. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Mr. Steele. I thought those were the locks. Oh, sorry, Mr. Steele. What, no excuse that time? No, I just thought it would be funny. Was I right? Just open the damn doors already, Rita. Central vault is now open. My what now, Mr. Steele? Now we take Grandpappy's recipe and get the hell out of here. No, I know that. I mean, which one is Grandpappy's recipe? I don't know. You came all this way to steal it and you don't even know what it looks like? The family's pretty secretive, Rita. It's not exactly information they let out to the public. And besides... Besides what? Besides what? Shh. Did you just shush me? You know no one can hear me over the comms, right? I, I know, just shh anyway. There's someone down here with me. Hide, Mr. Steele, hide! Hmm. Hi, Melinda. Sorry, Ma. I'm looking at Grandpappy's recipe right now, and I don't see anyone else around. Yeah, huh? And Gramps, sorry, Horace, asked you to ask me to do this? Well then, I think you're being a little paranoid, Ma, because there's nobody here. I don't care how suspicious the lady I threw out earlier was. I don't see him anywhere, and I'm tired. Can I go to bed now? Yeah, well, tell Horace that if he wants someone on security all day and all night, he's gonna have to hire more security. Skipper needs their beauty sleep. Good night, Ma. Uh, I said good night, Ma.
Well, that's a freebie. What happened? Miss Rao's grandkid Skipper just pointed out Grandpappy's recipe to me. You're lucky nobody stole it sooner. Mind checking the security for me? It's on the podium at the center of the room. On it. Yep. Looks like it's an all-digital system. Shouldn't take more than a few... There. Just grab Grandpappy's recipe and let's go before security gets back. Gotcha. What's the holdup, Mr. Steele? I smell something. Well, you're surrounded by flowers. So... No, no, I mean I smell something. No. Someone familiar. Is now really the time for this? It was the only time for this, actually. Because I knew that smell. His cologne, I was certain of it. I followed it to some bushes off to the side of the room. My heart slammed against my ribs. He was close now. So close. I parted the leaves with two shaking hands. What is it, Mr. Steele? What is it? Just... some flowers. Sarasvatan orchids, according to this plaque. It looks like some of them have been cut, though. And this matters why? They... Uh, must be what his cologne is made of, I guess. Shouldn't know it wouldn't be that easy. Mr. Steele? Right. I'm on it. Let's just take Grandpappy's recipe and get out of here. There. I've got it. Now just plot a course out Mr. and we'll... Steel, look out! Someone just input the password to the door leading into that room! I tried to duck and hide, but it was too late. The door was already open. But it wasn't Skipper on the other side of it. And when I saw who it was, my heart started pumping frozen slush through my veins. Nureyev? Nureyev, is that you? I've asked you not to follow me. But I've asked perfectly nicely, I think. Come on, Nureyev. I know you need this grandpappy's recipe thing for slips. So let's talk this through and I'll hand it over. As I said, I've asked nicely. So no one, I think, can blame me for what happens to you next. What does that even mean? Smoke. <coughs> what the hell? <coughs> I'm not giving this up, Nereev. You have to talk to me. You have to... <coughs> <coughs> Nereev, c- come back here. <coughs> Where the hell are you? I'll find you, Nereev. Until the day you finally tell me to my face that you want me to buzz off, I'll keep looking for you. I will never stop. I know, Juno. I'm afraid that's exactly why I have to do this. What the hell is that? What did you do? Only what I had to do to buy myself time. I'm too close now for you or anyone else to stop me. Morning. Feeling all entrances and exits now. Farewell, Juno Steve. Get back here. Voices. The Rouse. Listen, you gotta let me go right away. Someone stole your grandpappy's recipe thing, and I could still catch him, but. You won't be going anywhere, you two bit thief. Or so says father. I'm 
sorry, that one seemed rather rude. Thief, no, you got the wrong guy. You are here, and Grandpappy's recipe is not, Father says. And I, well, agree. So where is it? I'm telling you, the guy who's got it is getting away. Yes, but won't you please tell us where it is? We'll let you go. We just really need it back. You'll rot in a jail cell for as long as I live. That was Father again. We caught you red-handed. I'm guessing that was Father too. Oh, no. I just always wanted to say that. I'm sorry, but it looks like the police are here. So sorry. I hope this isn't, well, an inconvenience. So that's how I ended up in this prison cell on tier. Framed by the guy I'm trying to protect, which would be a real pain if I didn't already have a plan to get out of here. And if you ask me, Narev knew that. Uh, would he really let me rot in prison for a crime he committed? I don't think so. Would he stick me in a cell for a few months to get me off his tail, buy him some breathing room? That I could believe. And if I had to break out of this place, then yeah, it could have taken me a few months to figure out how to do it, but that wasn't my plan. I'd be walking straight out the front door just a few days from now, if everything went the way it was supposed to, because I had a secret weapon. Oh my gosh, Mr. Steele, what are we gonna do? We were just getting a good lead on Mr. You-know-who-I-mean, and now you're stuck in here, and, and okay, we could do a prison break, and that might be fun, and we're gonna have to be on the run from the log, and I don't know how much run I can do wearing these shoes. Rita, we're not gonna go on the run. We're not. No, we're not. I'm an innocent dame. But Mr. Steele, you really did try to steal that grandpappy's recipe thing. But I never actually stole it, did I? That's what they've got me charged with, so we can just prove that someone else did it. I get to walk free. But how are we supposed to do that when you're locked up in here? And just because I'm in here doesn't mean I can't solve a case. How do you figure? Only thing I can't do is investigate. Gather clues, talk to people, all that kind of thing. The good news is, I don't have to, because I've got the best P.I. secretary in the goddamn galaxy. Mr. Steele, you don't mean... I do mean. You're the detective for the day, Rita. Now listen close. I'll tell you exactly what you have to do. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider supporting The Penumbra. You can do so by buying our merchandise. Just search for The Penumbra Podcast on dftba.com to find posters, pins, apparel, soundtracks, and recordings of our live shows. You can also make a one-time donation to The Penumbra via PayPal at The Penumbra Podcast. Or, if you'd like to keep our stories running in the long term, we hope you will support us on Patreon. Every dollar helps. At just $4 per episode or higher, you will receive ad-free episodes two days before the public release. At the $7 level, you will gain access to behind-the-scenes content and production scripts. And at the $10 level, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one from co-creators Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I'm so sorry that this commentary has nothing to do with the episode. We will return to the episode in a moment. I do just want to take a moment to get on my soapbox about how much I hate the concept of self-care. Okay, alright. Yeah. Hit me. I'm very against it because, first of all, capitalism has wormed its way into it immediately, mm-hmm. and now it's just become about buying self-care products. Yeah. We would like to give thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Charlie and Matt, Alim Muktadir, 
Brittany Potter, Sophia and Juno Adler, the Emerald Ape This Podcast Haha, Mr. Me, Myself, and I, Ren, Cody Spaghetti, Kira, Jack M. Cohen, Girl in the Midnight Sky, Thank You Penumbra Team for your amazing work, Braylon, Hannah and Leah's Adventures in Gender Shenanigans, Ferdinand Entrelac, The Lady Guinevere Has Ships You Wouldn't Believe, Sydney Has Been Taken Over, Shelley Schrode, Kevin Please Say Butts on Live Recording Thanks, Jammy, Osipit, Evit Kani, Diana Kaz, Benjamin Fisher, SCP Chloe, Desert Willow Had Her Cider Stolen, Theo Alex Dean, Nate Gibson, June Gashoku, Skyfire Forever, Allison Hull, Stryker Flynn, Liv Allen, Alice the Time Lord, In Memory of Spiral Opal, Eden the Gay Bookworm, Michael David Smith, It's a Hard Day to Be a Scaly, Kiki's Podcast Patronage Surface, Caroline Seidman, Radius Ulna, Rain and Pippin from the Glen Dimension, Karen ZH, Marrow, Genetic, Danny the Spoon Lord, Manchowski, Ash, Jamie Gunter, and Angel Acevedo for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, Juno Steel and the Recipe for Disaster, was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steel, Kate Jones as Rita, Craig Phillips as Horace Rao, Eleanor Cho Fellerhoff as Melinda Rao, Lydian Melokaro as Skipper Rao, and Noah Symes as Peter Nureyev. The Penumbra is created and produced by Harley Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about the full production team, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear traveler. We hope you will join us again soon. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.